I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Online weddings don't sound very romantic, do they? But for some reason, more and more couples are tying the knot via Internet with partners who happen to be on opposite sides of the globe. The idea of proxy marriage isn't all that new, though. It goes back at least to the 18th century when a certain archduchess in Austria got hitched to a future king of France. The couple hadn't yet met face to face. So name this Habsburg archduchess who became the queen of France and who eventually lost her head. Then you'll have solved today's geo quiz. For now, let's turn to New York Times reporter Sarah Maslin-Near. She was recently on hand for an Internet proxy marriage. Well, I walked into a mosque in Jackson Heights, Queens, and there was a young woman there named Poonam Chowdhury. And Poonam was decked out like any Bangladeshi-born bride would be in a beautiful red silk veil with gold-encrusted embroidery, makeup. She's done up to the nines. But she was the only member of the couple there because her beloved was on a computer screen on a tiny laptop, similarly decked out, but he was all the way in Bangladesh, a man named Tanvir. Right. And so in this case, what was their reason for their inability to get together for this big day? Well, they had met five years ago in passing. And then they, like many couples, started an online courtship that lasted all those years. She even had him on her phone as my baby. So it was a very loving, legitimate relationship to them. But he's many thousands of miles away in Bangladesh. And he's not an American citizen. She is. So that'll open the inroads of him becoming a citizen. All couples uh, who are married you can apply for citizenship of your spouse. Right. It sets up the possibility as much as if he were here in the United States marrying this woman in Queens. Exactly. And that actually has raised some concern with immigration experts in that because of the simplicity and the ease of this process, marriage fraud is always possible in every type of marriage. And so what was really interesting is I called several immigration authorities, Homeland Security, and I said, how do you feel about proxy marriage? And they said, What? And that was really startling. What does that suggest? That they've never heard about it or that they don't consider it part of their remit? Well, actually, they ask quite a few questions about marriages when a person applies for citizenship. And they ask, what was your wedding like? Please describe it. But they don't specifically ask, was it conducted by proxy? And yet, while immigration officials said to me, it would raise a red flag if we knew this because it's just sort of out there, they don't even ask the question uh, whether or not it occurred. We actually covered a, a wedding that was conducted on Skype a couple of years ago on the bride who was unable to make it to the wedding in Colorado. She's from China and didn't have the visa to get over. So that that problem seems to come up a lot. But are there people who get married, you know, virtually online because they want to? You know, I hadn't found anyone who f- this was an uh, exciting choice, you know, no <laughs> yeah. techie doing this just because it was cool. Uh, really, this was a way for bringing star-crossed lovers together, uh, like this woman in China you describe. I should point out that it's available in a handful of American states. Colorado is one of them. Um, but most of them, actually, with the exception of Colorado, you have to be a member of the military. And this is where proxy marriage traces its roots, because it was used with members of the military who were concerned they might be killed abroad and then leave a loved one behind uh, without benefits or, or the rights accorded to a spouse. But it traces its lineage back even further to actually a, a sort of prominent and fascinating point in history, which is Marie Antoinette uh, was married to Louis the Sixteenth this way. She was actually married, I believed to her brother as his proxy in her native Austria and then shipped to go meet her husband in France. Wow. Can divorces be arranged this way too? Oh, I didn't think that. And, and yeah. I, that makes Sorry. me sad thinking for Poonam Chowdhury and Tanvir. They were so <laughs> in love.
at the end, he, he reached out over the Skype and I said, Tanvir, does, does this feel weird to you? You know, does this, this doesn't feel legit, does it? And he said, this is my lawful wife. And <laughs> Poonam screamed with joy. You Fantastic. know, it, it was really real for them. So I have to ask you, when it was time to officially kiss the bride, what happened? Well, it was a Muslim wedding, so there was no kissing. I see. Um, okay. But they did feed each other little pieces of wedding cake to their computer cameras with each other's forks. <laughs> Who wept off the computer screen? <laughs> Get a little some of that uh, buttercream The unlucky bridesmaid. Sarah Maslin-Nier, a reporter with The New York Times. Thank you very much. Sure. My pleasure. Hopefully you caught the answer to our geo-quiz about a minute ago. It's Marie Antoinette who wed the future Louis XVI by proxy back in the 18th century. Our texting quiz winners today knew it all along. They are Chris in Manhattan, Stephanie in Falmouth, Massachusetts, and Mary Alice in Orchard Lake, Michigan. To play along next time, by proxy or not, text GEOQUIZ, one word, to 69866.